Everybody and welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, March 6th, 2013. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience, bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with these live broadcasts, my audio podcast, which you can find in iTunes, blog, videos, Walt Disney World trivia books, my audio tours, the Magic Kingdom, and much more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. Really excited for tonight's show. Hope you had a great day, great week as well. Going to look for your comments in the chat room. As we talk about this week's Walt Disney World news, quickly, I want to thank Audible.com for sponsoring tonight's broadcast. You can download a free audiobook over at audibletrial.com slash Radio. There's more than 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, any MP3 player, including lots of Disney titles like Ridley Pearson's Kingdom Keeper series of books. Ridley Pearson, as you know, is going to be joining us on our cruise on the Disney Fantasy in November. Again, you can sign up for free over at audibletrial.com slash WDW Radio. So let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. We are going to start over in Epcot Center, one of my favorite places and favorite times of year because today, March 6th, marks the beginning of the Flower and Garden Festival. 20 years it's celebrating this year. Presented by HGTV, it starts today, runs through May 19th, so about 75 days of the Flower and Garden Festival. If you've never had a chance to experience it before, everything from beautiful horticultural displays, topiaries, sweeping landscapes, and lots more this year we've talked about in the past couple weeks, our anticipation for some new additions to Flower and Garden making a little bit more like food and wine festival because now there are garden marketplaces, the circus-themed area over uh, at the Land of Oz, and nighttime illuminated gardens this year. First and foremost, the garden market. Going back again, culinary creations from Smokehouse Barbecue and Shrimp and Grits to Zellwood Corn, Florida Fresh, um, Primavera Kitchen over at Italy, Hanami at Japan, Lots of other kiosks, so little elements of food and wine are making their way into Flower and Garden, which is really going to, I think, enhance the experience for those of us who are going. Land of Oz, Garden, Circus-like play area. Again, Oz the Great and Powerful going to be released this, this weekend. This interactive play zone has giant flowers to let the kids stretch their minds and stretch their muscles. Parents, there's plenty of comfortable, shaded places to sit, sit as well. There's also Midway-style games, circus-themed tents, Lots of different plants, so you can have fun, enjoy the beauty, maybe learn a little bit uh, something along the way as well. Plenty of Disney topiaries, some amazing ones in some unique locations this year as well, too. Love seeing the Fab Five back again. There's also um, illuminated gardens in Future World and World Showcase. So now F Flower and Garden is not just a daytime event. You can enjoy it at night, too. Some of the topiaries will light up as well. Also, there's everything from the Butterfly Garden, uh, HGTV celebrity designers, hands-on seminars, a festival center, lots of different events, lots of ideas you can not just experience there, but take home with you, put into practice in your own garden as well. I, I don't have a green thumb, but this would probably be the place that I would start if I was looking to get one. And of course, there's also the Flower Power Concert Series. Some things to look for this year. Topiaries, including Monsters University for the film coming up uh, in June. Phineas and Ferb, there's a Radiator Springs interactive play zone, Tinkerbell's Butterfly House, more than 100 different topiaries, 
240 floating mini gardens. I love where they put Peter Pan. You need to go and try and seek him out on your own. Flower Power Concert Series begins this weekend with Mickey I'm a Believer Dolan's I Grew Up With The Monkeys. Continues every week with Chubby Checker, the Guess Who, Nelson, Paul Revere, the one that I think everybody has circled on their calendars, April 19th through 21st. Get online now. The real, the one and only village people are going to be there. There's also going to be the orchestra from ELO, Tommy Rowe, Herman Hermits, and Starship starring Mickey Thomas. Really looking forward to exploring everything that Flower and Garden has as well. It's become more than just a place to look at Beautiful horticultural displays and a place to learn. There's a lot more to experience. It's become much more interactive. It's become much more hands-on. And I like the fact that there is the opportunity to not only learn, but take some of what you learn back with you. And I think what's happening too is flower and garden is starting to be a little bit more like food and wine. It's becoming something on people's radar that maybe it wasn't before. Maybe it says, oh, it's nice if I'm there and I happen to see flower and garden where people make special trips to food and wine. I think they're starting to, and have for many years, going to continue making special trips for Flower and Garden as well. If you've had a chance to experience any or all the Flower and Garden Festival, I'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, what you liked, what's new, maybe what else you'd like to see. Be part of the Flower and Garden Festival. Visit the comments section on YouTube or the show notes over at www.radio.com. Leave your comments there. Very curious to hear what you think about this year's 20th anniversary Flower and Garden Festival and I hope to see you at the Village People. So let's go to um, not one, but all the theme parks, all the water parks, downtown Disney, wide world of sports, because just a few days ago, the Walt Disney World Resort released a new series of maps for each and every one of those locations. If you're watching us live or on YouTube, I'm going to cycle through some of those images for you, because these maps are a somewhat major departure from the previous maps we had earlier. They very much match the style of the maps that you can find in Disney's My Disney Experience app for your iPhone and your Android device. Uh, if you can see, like I, I'm uh, in the inside of the maps here, the park maps are on the left inside. It's no longer a fold up and fold out kind of a map. There's a legend on the right-hand side. There's also things that sort of connect you to, pardon the accidental pun, to the My Disney Experience app. So for example, on the outside, you'll find a QR code on every one of the maps where you can sit, scan it with your smartphone and download the My Disney Experience app. There's also park-specific features, which used to be sort of in the bubbles, now located throughout the top of the maps, updated tips and information, now including information about specific shops, dining reservations, the Mickey check. And one thing I like, a really nice addition, in a leaving the park section, it gives you transportation information. If you want to go to a, a specific park, a hotel, you can find that there as well. There's also ads now, not for Kodak anymore, but for PhotoPass, Disney Vacation Club, and the Disney Visa. And again, you can find all these maps, a consistent theming and style throughout them, throughout the resorts, wide world of sports, and of course, downtown Disney as well, too. I think the maps definitely flow better. More importantly, I like the fact that they are connecting Old, not no technology to new technology. We've talked about Wi-Fi in the parks, not just because Disney wants us to share our experiences through Twitter, Facebook, email, Vine, whatever it may be, with our friends and family, because it's a very sort of different message and we're able to share things ourselves immediately. But more importantly, I think the My Disney Experience app is going to become much more prevalent. I think we're just sort of seeing the tip of the iceberg as to what it's going to be 
what it's going to do, what it's going to have in terms of features, information, interactivity, personalization, and lots more. So this is starting to bridge the gap and encourage you not necessarily to carry around a park map, but to use your device as you walk through the parks, not to be checking Facebook or sending text messages, but to make your experience richer, deeper, and I think what we're going to see eventually, the park is going to become a little bit more alive based on what you're going to be able to do, see, and maybe control using your phone as well. So a couple other uh, little bits of note here and there. There are new Walt Disney World annual pass holder discounts. We talk about how we as annual pass holders are really uh, some of Disney's most loyal customers. We love when we get to see additional benefits coming to us. Well, they announced the addition of several locations to the dining list for annual pass holders and DVC members. So you can now save 10% on lunch over at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Try the grapefruit cake and the Cobb salad and the beer garden. Also, you can save 10% at for dinner at Gico, which is awesome, the Brown Derby, Beer Garden, Shutters, and Boatwright's Dining Hall over at Port Orleans. Speaking of resorts, there are changes are coming floor by floor to the guest rooms and guest spaces over at Disney's Contemporary Resort. They include replacements of the upholstery, the bedding, the curtains, uh, carpeting in the hallways. So you're going to see another refreshing of the guest rooms there. I like to see that happening all the time. Things don't get stale. They don't get static. Uh, it, it keeps things fresh. And by doing it floor by floor, obviously there's very little interruption into the guest experience. Uh, I wanted to save this for the last bit of news because I think it ties back to what we were just talking about in terms of the maps, in terms of the guest experience and how it's going to continue to change because of this, because of your device, not just because of what we are doing with it, but because of what Disney is doing as well. And Disney is continuing a test program, a pilot program, where they are replacing the turnstiles, not just where you're going to be able to scan your RFID card or your My Magic Plus band, but where the turnstiles themselves are going to be removed and replaced with cast members. Because now the turnstiles are being replaced with cast members who are holding iPod Touch systems. It makes for more personal, a much more friendly ticketing type system. So with the with the turnstiles going away, now you're greeted by a cast member holding an iPod Touch, as you can see here, and they will scan your ticket. They'll scan the back of your ticket. This is part of this larger initiative, this My Magic Plus, where, where the goal really is not just to make it a faster experience, but it's going to make it more convenient and I think make it more inviting. Uh, I think that when you see... Uh, the no turn no turnstiles makes it a more seamless entrance into the parks. Again, this is a trial stage. They are experimenting not just with the My Magic Plus tickets, the RFID cards in the uh, the tickets, but in the wristbands as well too. And with this card, it now becomes something where you are interacting with the cast members. Uh, I think by my personal opinion, by removing the turnstiles. Uh, visually, subconsciously, you're removing something that blocks people from entering, right? It's, it's very subtle, it's very subconscious, but you now no longer have a barrier into the Magic Kingdom where this is being tested. I expect we're going to see this throughout all the theme parks and probably the water parks. So instead of now being blocked by a turnstile, by a, by a gate, you're now welcomed. You're welcomed by a cast member who is most likely smiling. They're welcome you to walk into the park. 
they eliminate that need for these checkpoints, these, these bottlenecks where you have to sort of physically stop. As a parent, you start to think about, okay, when you're lining up and you've got the mom and the dad and the diaper bag and the two kids and one in a stroller, now you're no longer worrying about separating, opening the gate, slowing down. As a guest without kids, you're not worrying about, oh, I got behind the guy with the stroller. It's going to take longer. It's a much faster process, but I think there is something, uh, I, I think the the... What I like about this most is that the turnstiles become removed and it's about a friendlier, welcoming, inviting you into the park guest experience. People in the chat saying, uh, I like the idea of faster moving lines. No, you're not going to have to show a photo ID uh, to prove it's your ticket. Um, there will be some type of a, a barrier, says uh, Barn Grumpy 54, but it's very different. It's not a gate anymore. It's a cast member. It's a cast member who's scanning it or helping you as we're starting to get used to the idea of scanning our ticket, scanning our wristband, whatever it might be, in front of these RFID readers. Um, do you have to, you still are going to have to go through bag check that does not remove any of the security, um, you know, measures that are in place. Uh, we don't know how many cast members with iPods are going to be walking around. We don't know the division between the RFID readers from My Magic Band and the RFID cards, and those who have scanners. It may be for the time being a combination of both as the cast members get used to the process and we as guests get used to the process as well. For 40 years in, in the Magic Kingdom, we've been used to taking our ticket, having it scanned or having it read or whatever it may be. That's starting to change now. There is, I think, going to be uh, an adjustment phase for both the cast members uh, and for us as well. Faster means getting to the rides and character meets quicker, says Zeus New York. She likes the personal interaction. I like that as well too. I like the fact that it's no longer a cast member looking down to make sure your ticket is scanned. They're there to welcome you. They're there to help you. They're there to welcome you. Not that I dare to speak for Walt. I think it's something Walt would have liked. I think would have Walt would have liked that additional level of personal experience. Tell me what your experience has been with My Magic Plus, whether it's the ticket, the wristbands, or if you've had a cast member scan your ticket, how has that process been for you? Leave your comments below in the show notes over at www.radio.com or on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash radio. While you're there, subscribe as well. Hey, don't forget to... We talked about Oz the Great and Powerful over at Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. If you're going to be in Walt Disney World on March 24th, we are going to have a very special WDW Radio at the Movies, a day at AMC Downtown Disney 24 Theater. We're going to have an exclusive private group screening of the Oz Great and Powerful. You're also going to get a voucher for popcorn, soda. Jim Corcus and I are going to get together on stage beforehand Talk to you a little bit about, do a presentation about Disney and Oz, maybe introduce you to some of the connections that you did not realize and how this is Disney's, it's not their first time at the Oz Rodeo, as Disney has sort of been looking to Oz for many, many years, many decades. You're also going to have a chance to win some prizes, books, a few surprises as well. You're also going to get a WW Radio event passport, an exclusive stamp, a mystery ticket, and we're also going to have a post-movie gathering in downtown Disney as well, too. Stay tuned for details for that. Tickets are available on the events page over at www.radio.com. Ticket sales end March 20th. So if you want to get in, I suggest getting your ticket now. While you're there, check out our other events, including our trip on the road to the Walt Disney Family Museum next month, uh, April 
13th. We're also going out to Aulani this summer on the Disney Fantasy this November with Ridley Pearson from Kingdom Keeper series of books. I'm also going to be in Toronto and New York and also our Meet of the Month in Walt Disney World. Download the free WDW Radio iPhone and Android app while you're there and subscribe to our newsletter. Lots of ways to connect. I'm on Twitter at Lou Mangiello and Facebook.com slash WW Radio. Thank you so very much for watching. If you're not listening live, join us every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at www.radiolive.com. I'm Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio. Thanks so much for watching. So until next time, have a great week, everybody. See ya.